Tatum Fierstead, and you are listening to Move Sit Right, a short podcast that offers movement-based practices, meditations, and writing prompts that are basically designed to help you get better at being cool with being human. Welcome. Uh, Before we get started, I do want to let you know that I'm offering an online version of this Move Sit Right stuff in January. I'm calling it Move Sit Right The Challenge. And it's designed to help you establish your own daily short practice of moving, sitting, and writing. It's one of those 30-day things, and it all happens online in your own time. Basically, it's an opportunity for me to sort of meet you, I guess, on the internet and help you on an individual level. Um, And it's sort of my middle finger, I guess, to New Year's resolutions because I think they're BS, and I think that... Um, we make resolutions based on what we think we're supposed to do or what we think is good for us. And we gather that information from external sources rather than gathering it from like the most powerful source of all, which is like our gut, our intuition. And one of the only ways that you can uh, tap into that is by sitting down and shutting up (laughs) on like a pretty regular basis. Um, so, uh, do it, please. I think it would be great. Um, there's more information on my website where I sort of talk about it a little bit more. Um, you can, uh, find that at tatumfearstead.com and then you'll see something about it right there. Or I'll put a link to it in the podcast description so you can grab it from there. The whole thing costs a hundred bucks which is pretty cheap for like a month long challenge where like you get videos and recordings and things for me for a whole month. Um, but since you listen to this podcast, I'm going to give you 50% off because <laughs> I'm crazy. So, uh, the code for that will be just podcast and the registration deadline for this whole thing is December 21st, 2016 in case, you know, it's like 2018 and you're listening to this in which case, hello, future people. <laughs> Okay, uh, so yeah, that's my little advertorial plug. Feel free to email me again if you have questions or visit the website, all that good stuff. So um, before we jump into the practice today and sort of our topic, I feel like I should talk about how the world has changed a lot since I last recorded an episode um, a month ago. I've actually been dragging my feet and procrastinating on recording these because I'm nervous, I guess. Look, I don't know. I don't I don't want to alienate anyone, but I also have pretty strong feelings about the election and its aftermath, and I want to talk about it. Um, the journalism grad in me wants me to stay unbiased and impartial and just pretend that what is happening out there doesn't have an impact on move, sit, right. But the woman in me just can't do that. Uh, things are not okay. But, you know, I think it's really important to realize that it's not like things were okay on November 7th, or sorry, 8th, when we were all electing or going to the polls, and then on November 9th, things stopped being okay. There wasn't like, it's, things, I mean, the whole thing has not been an if-then statement. Things have not been okay for a lot of people in this country for a very long time. And the election of Donald Trump just made it so that all of us educated privileged folk, the kind of people who listen to podcasts, had to face the damn music and decide how we're going to be a part of the solution and healing of this country rather than continuing to be armchair activists who post shit on the echo chamber that is Facebook. 
This is a wake-up call, you guys. We have an opportunity to finally get off of our asses and support the people and organizations who have been working so hard to support the marginalized people and, and, and bring in equality and shine a light on all of it. They've been doing this stuff for decades. And I just, I really want to be a part of the movement in like a real sustainable way. And I want to help you do that too. I'm not going to keep going. I'm going to actually make this about what this is about. Um, but if you need resources and you're struggling with like, how do I participate and make a difference? Like maybe you don't want to go to protests. There are plenty of other ways to make your voice heard. Um, email me, dude. I have like lists because I love lists and I will help you. We could maybe even do something together. I don't know. You know, like I'm here for you. Okay. I just, I had to, I couldn't just like get on here and be like, Hey everyone, welcome. Let's just talk about this stuff and pretend it's all the same. Okay. Um, so we're gonna talk about forgiveness in this episode. I have been planning to talk about forgiveness since way before the election. I would love to say that I knew we would need this topic and that I found some great solace in employing a forgiveness practice post-election. I mean, that has happened. It's been really helpful for me and it's been super useful, but that wasn't my initial process or thought process, excuse me, before behind choosing this pro- topic. Wow, that was a bad sentence. I hope you understand what I meant there. <laughs> Um, my reasons for exploring forgiveness are super personal. Um, I've been working through the book of forgiving by Desmond Tutu and Mpo Tutu. That's his daughter. Um, and I've been doing, this is the second time I've worked through this book. Uh, I'm trying to forgive myself and some super key people who are kind of in, but not in my life right now or anymore. And Dude, this book should be on everyone's GD shelf. Like, get it. The Tutus outline a fourfold path to forgiveness, which includes telling the story, naming the hurt, granting forgiveness, and renewing or releasing the relationship. And just so you know, this book isn't great because it packages it up into four pieces and you can just like blow through a bunch of forgiveness and, you know, cleanse yourself of all the grudges you're holding. No, this stuff is so not easy. Uh, it's, it's been a game changer though. I mean, holy moly. I, uh, like it's, it's unreal how powerful this has been. I'm going to read you a little passage from sort of the beginning. Um, so a lot of this stuff about forgiving, by the way, is about recognizing your shared humanity. And that's the stuff that's the most powerful because I think especially right now we're seeing people as others. Like you did this, so you belong in that camp. I'm categorizing you as this and all this other stuff. And we're just like destroying our shared humanity. Like the fact that we are all human beings is being completely, I mean, we are turning people into monsters and there is no way to heal this stuff and to create connection and to help the people who need it when we keep boxing people. So this is what it says. Ultimately, forgiveness is a choice we make. And the ability to forgive others comes from the recognition that we are all flawed and all human. We have all made mistakes and harmed others, and we will again. We find it easier to practice forgiveness when we can recognize that the roles could have been reversed. Each of us could have been the perpetrator rather than the victim. Each of us has 
the capacity to commit the wrongs against others that were committed against us. Although I might say I would never, genuine humility will answer never say never. Rather say, I hope that given the same set of circumstances, I would not dot dot dot. But can we ever really know? Dude, that's like, (laughs) that's real. Like, how do you know you wouldn't have acted the same way that someone else acted in a situation? Their circumstances, their life story, the things they were raised around, the like love they got as children. Like, you, we keep stacking ourselves and comparing ourselves. Like, I'm educated or I'm this or I'm that or I've, I've had trauma in my past. So this is why I respond this way. Yeah, we all have stuff. Like, Jesus, we have so much of it. Um, I just, look, here's this other piece, and this is the part that kills me. People are not born hating each other and wishing to cause harm. It is a learned condition. Children do not dream of growing up to be rapists or murderers, and yet every rapist and every murderer was once a child. And there are times when I look at some of those who are described as monsters, and I honestly believe that there, but for the grace of God, go I. I do not say this because I am some singular saint. I say this because I have sat with condemned men on death row. I have spoken with former police officers who have admitted inflicting the cruelest torture. I have visited child soldiers who have committed acts of nauseating depravity, and I have recognized in each of them a depth of humanity that was a mirror of my own. Forgiveness is truly the grace by which we enable another person to get up and get up with dignity and begin anew. To not forgive leads to bitterness and hatred. Like self-hatred and self-contempt, hatred of others gnaws away at our vitals. Whatever hatred is projected out or stuffed in, it is always corrosive to the human spirit. Dude. Like, so good. I, I read that every time. I, I'm, I'm working through the forgiving of the people that I feel like I just am struggling so hard with right now. And... The other person is you, dude. (laughs) Like, ugh. All right. So the book goes over this stuff in great detail, like way more. Um, And some things that are, are important to note that, you know, you need to get this book and just read it. But like, forgiveness is not weakness. It does not subvert the course of justice. It is not forgetting and it is not easy. This is not new age fairy tale shit. This is raw work, okay? So today's practice that we're going to do is inspired by actually another great book. I'm going to give you three books in this podcast because it's the holiday season. (laughs) Um, Get Yourself the Art of Attention by Elena Brower and Erica Jago. Two pretty wonderful women, um, and it's a really wonderful book. There is a practice in that book about forgiveness, um, and you should just own a copy of this. It's gorgeous. Erica is a genius. Um, so is Lena. But uh, so, in order to forgive ourselves and others, we need to be soft and gentle and careful. This work of doing this, when you're like ready to go, you know what, I'm ready to let this go. I'm I'm not saying set it aside, ignore it, let time heal it, but to get in there and really like learn something from it and forgive it and release it and find empathy and cultivate it. 
in order to do this, I mean, this is this is raw, difficult work. Like I almost would say, don't try to do this without a therapist. Honestly, um, I know I would be lost without mine as I navigate this stuff. But as we move today, we're just gonna call on the gentlest voices and the sweetest breath we've got. We're gonna create an opening, essentially, for the work to take place. So at the end of this podcast, you're not gonna be like, and I forgive you, and I forgive you, and I forgive you. <laughs> it's not like Oprah forgiveness style. It's like we're gonna just start to establish the safe place from which we can start to forgive so that you can use these practices and meditations and writing prompts and then you can go to like get the book and do the work and you've already created this soft supple space to to do the work get the book get the book the book of forgiving (laughs) okay i need to calm down let's do some yoga um find a comfortable seat please And, you know, that's going to look like whatever it wants to look like. Cross-legged on your shins. It's up to you. And once you take a seat, rock from side to side, front to back. Find your center. Close your eyes and just take five deep breaths with me here. Exhale completely till there's no breath left in your body. Take a huge deep breath in through your nose. Exhale out your mouth. We're going to do four more. Inhale super deep. Exhale out your mouth. Inhale through your nose. Exhale out your mouth. Inhale nose. Exhale mouth. One more, inhale. And release. Cool, and just begin to start to twist from side to side. So maybe over to the left first. You can take your right hand, put it on your left knee, put your left arm behind you for just support. Take a breath or two here. Twist over to the other side for a couple breaths, inhaling. One more. Awesome. Come back to center. Go ahead and walk your right hand out to the right as far as you can. Lift your left arm up overhead. Just do a side stretch here. You can bend and straighten your right arm a little bit to sort of play with the mobility of your stretch. And take some nice deep breaths into your left lung. Take a deep breath in, breath in, excuse me. Let it go. Inhale. Exhale. Cool, switch sides. Reach your left arm out to the left, right arm up overhead. Deep breath in. Let it go. Deep breath in. Let it go. All right, slowly come back to seated. Extend your leg straight out in front of you. And grab the flesh of your seat and peel it back a little bit so you're sitting on the fronts of your sitting bones. Inhale, lift your arms up overhead. Take a deep breath in. 
and then exhale forward fold don't this isn't the high school sit and reach so I'm not trying to get you to grab your toes or anything you can just put your hands on the floor flanking your legs and bow your head and take a couple deep breaths into the back of your heart so take a deep breath in exhale feel your shoulders softening inhale into the back of your heart exhale Awesome. Bend your knees, grab the backs of your thighs, lean all the way back, and start to rock and roll on the length of your spine a few times using momentum, core strength, and all that stuff. Listen carefully. You're going to do this a few times. It might be kind of a challenge to do it, but you're going to rock and roll as many times as it takes to then come forward and then stand all the way up on your feet. <laughs> so give that a try. If you need a couple goes at it, do it. But then meet me in a standing posture when you are ready. Once you're up here and standing, make sure your feet are just a little bit wider than hip width distance. Put a soft bend in your knees, let your hips sit right over your ankles, engage your core gently, stack your ribs over your hips, allow your shoulders to sit on top of you, but not be rounded forward or pressed too far back, just somewhere in the middle. Your chin is parallel to the floor, your gaze is straight forward. If you want to close your eyes here, you can feel your feet grounding down as you feel the crown of your head reaching up. Two different directions working together at the same time. Exhale completely. Take a huge deep breath in through your nose. Exhale, release. We've done this one before. Bring your feet out a little bit wider, put a generous bend in your knees, and then just start to twist from side to side, allowing your arms to swing. So it's sort of got this like washing machine effect. I think this is uh, Qigong or Tai Chi, but I am a crazy person who has never tried either of those things, and I really need to, but I always gravitate towards this. If you do Qigong, tell me what I'm doing <laughs> and why it's good but I love this just let your arms swing get bouncy go kind of slow but not super slow so you can get momentum do a couple more of these and then slowly start to slow it down making the little twist tinier and tinier until your arms just sort of calm down Then bring your feet together, please. Big toes should be touching. Heels, little tiny space between them. Squeeze your inner thighs together and rotate your thigh bones in and back. So your seat will kind of start to maybe poke back a little bit. Follow that and start to sit down into chair pose. You can keep your hands together in front of your chest if you'd like. It's palms connected. If that feels better, you can reach your arms either straight forward or up overhead or even put your hands on your hips. But start to really sit back into your heels, sit back into your seat, engage your abdominals. Breathe here for a couple of seconds. And then we do some of these postures that are a little bit more challenging, like chair pose. Where can you locate the softness in your own body? Softness does not mean where you are not engaging muscles. Sometimes softness is a great strength. 
So where can you be soft so that you can be here? Keep your knees bent, stay in this chair pose, take a deep breath in. As you exhale, step your right foot back into warrior two. So your left knee is still bent, your left toes are pointing forward, your right toes are pointing out to the right because the, your right foot is parallel to the back of your mat. Bring your arms out nice and broad. Big warrior, take up tons of space. Deep breath in. Exhale. Inhale, feel the length in your spine. Exhale, feel the settling down in your legs. Inhale, reverse your warrior, so just lean back, lifting your left arm up towards the sky. And then exhale, bring your left forearm to your left thigh for extended side angle. You can put your right hand on your hip, or you can reach your right arm up overhead, or you can even reach your right arm towards what would be the front of your room so that your right bicep is over your ear. Keep your neck long, your spine long. Keep pinning your right foot to the floor behind you. Take another deep breath in. Exhale. Look down at your left shin. Take your left hand, grab onto your left shin, and then straighten your left leg so you're in triangle pose now. Reach your right arm right up towards the ceiling. Feel your heels drawing towards each other. So squeeze your heels towards each other like you're trying to wrinkle your own mat. Feel that engagement in your legs and allow that to create more length in your spine as you draw your belly button in and up towards your heart. Take another deep breath in. Exhale. Inhale, come to stand all the way up. Turn everything towards the front of the room again so you're in a high lunge, so you're bending into your left knee. Your right leg is straight and your right heel is up off the floor. Arms are up overhead. Take a deep breath in. And then exhale, just lean your torso forward so that your right leg and your upper body, your torso, head, arms, all that, are all on one diagonal line. You gotta use your core here. You gotta have a really straight, strong back leg. You have to have your left thigh engaged. You have to breathe for sure. Take another deep breath in. Exhale. One more breath. Exhale. Inhale, step to the top of your mat. Bring your hands down to your sides, palms facing forward, feet about hip width distance. Just notice the differences in the sides of your body. These, uh, these differences might be super subtle or not. You might not notice much at all. At least you're paying attention. That's all this work is. It's paying attention. It's turning inward. And I think we think when we turn inward that we're gonna see this like landscape of, I don't know, I'm trying to think of things that are really beautiful right now. Like uh, fields of flowers and other things that you like, candy. <laughs> but like when you turn inward, sometimes it's just really quiet. Sometimes there's not much there and it's just kind of like, hey, and that's wonderful. At least you're looking at it, you know? Sometimes it's ugly. At least you're looking at it. Awesome. Okay, let's do the other side. So bring your big toes together. 
Again, we'll do that chair pose vibe. So squeeze your inner thighs together, but then rotate your thigh bones towards each other and then back. So like this internal rotation stuff. So you'll feel your seat kind of pop back a little bit. Follow that as you start to sit low. Engage your abdominals, maybe sit even lower than last time. Really squeeze your legs together. Feel your stomach, strong, powerful, holding your here. Choose where your arms are gonna be. You can have, again, your hands together in front of your heart, hands on your hips, or even arms out or up. But breathe. Where's the softness? Can you find a way to feel safe here? Take another deep breath in. Exhale. Inhale, lift your left leg up, and then step your left leg all the way back to find warrior two on this side. So now your right toes are pointing forward, <coughs> excuse me, and your left foot is parallel to the back of your mat. Stance is nice and wide, arms are nice and wide, gaze is forward, take a deep breath in. Exhale, really settle down into the ground. Inhale, reverse your warrior, lean back. And then exhale, bring your right forearm to your right thigh for extended side angle on this side. Your left arm will either reach straight up or you'll put your left bicep over your left ear as you reach your left arm towards the front of the room. Take another deep breath in. Exhale. Really feel contact with the floor with your left foot. That's the one we forget about because we can't see it right now. Take another deep breath. Look down at your right chin, take your right hand, grab onto your right chin, and then straighten your right leg as your hips move back in space. Your left arm can reach up towards the ceiling now. Hug your heels together. Feel that strength in the inseam of your legs. Your hips might even lift kind of a little bit so that you can create more space in your belly, drawing your belly button in towards your spine and up towards your heart. Deep breath. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Come all the way up, both arms up. Turn everything towards the front of the room. Pick up your left heel, bend into your right knee so you're in that lunge again. And at first, just be upright and find the stability in your legs because you'll need that stability as you start to lean forward. Arms are still up overhead. Deep bend in your right knee. Right ankle is right underneath your right knee. Left leg is super straight and super strong. Your heel is pressing back. Find softness here. One more deep breath in. Exhale. Final breath, inhale. Exhale. This time put both your hands on the floor. Step your right leg back to meet your left leg so you're in plank pose. And then slowly lower all the way down onto your belly. Once you're down there, let your arms rest at your sides with your palms facing up. And then bend your knees so that your feet are pointing up towards the ceiling. And then just start to let your feet knock from left to right, nice and slow, sort of like windshield wipers. Nice and slow, again, take your time. Allow your breath to slow down and soften. And then you can let your legs just relax. 
If you want, you can turn your head the other direction. If you had your forehead on the floor and that's not comfortable, you can turn a cheek. And if you already kind of was doing, you were doing the turn the cheek thing, turn the other cheek now. Just invite you as you lay here to lay down your weapons. All that stuff that we're doing to keep score so that we can keep people at a distance. People that don't look like us or think like us or live like us. Just so that we can bolster our own morals, our own belief systems. That's, I mean, a lot of it is all basically a distraction from the fact that the same thing is going to happen to all of us. All of our lives are going to end at some point. And we value some lives over others, but like, why? <laughs> I mean, if I'm to think of some of the cruelest things that have been said to me this year, if we follow that, that sort of um, mentality that the other person is you, um, then in that situation, when that person was standing there saying the things that they were saying to me, the other person was them. They were saying those things to themselves. Like, that's incredible, if you think about it. By the way, just as a side note, um, I'm sure that you can hear my radiator screaming, and I'm sorry if that is not conducive to your relaxation right now, but I'm really not sure how to stop that. <laughs> um, I don't have fancy recording equipment, so sorry about that if it's distracting. Roll over onto your back, please, for Shavasana. I told you that I was going to read to you from three books. And this is the third one. It's called Prayers of Honoring by Pixie Lighthorse. And there's these great little passages in here that are just full of brilliance. And uh, this one is called Honoring Forgiveness. So as you lay there in your Shavasana, maybe you want to cover up with a blanket. Maybe you want to, um, I don't know, put a pillow under your head, anything. If you even change your mind, you don't want to lay on your back for Shavasana. You want to lay on your side or on your belly again. I support that 100%. We get cozy and take a few deep breaths here. We are blessed to be alive today, standing in our full beauty and height. Thank you for the signs, the bleach white bones, the love notes filled with sentimental hints that life is short. Thank you for holding us during the string of attacks, some of which relentlessly throw up us, throw us up on the rocks and pull us back out to sea. We're grateful for the calm moments and for the sun for the washes of the light of understanding. 
which come unexpectedly and straight from you, often at unremarkable times. Teach us how to forgive and leave the past in the right time. Help us savor the present and release the need to know how it'll all turn out. Hone our trust, our trust, our trust that difficulty today will become ease tomorrow. Find us leaning into you, knowing that our judgments and grudges are contaminating our precious blood and life force, and only by releasing them will we find peace. Let us give our grievances to you. Remind us of what really matters at the end of a day. Give us rest in the knowledge that it will all work out. Let us consider ourselves beloved and walk in the direction that leads to respect for others and ourselves and for your presence in our lives. Let that respect inform our choices of how to handle ourselves when we are in conflict with others. Allow us to locate the divine in ourselves so that we may know that we are of you and able to channel your grace on demand through our diligent learning and devotion to the goodness which lives within all of us. Remind us frequently to own our part in a matter to become humble in your presence and hold ourselves to a higher level of accountability. Move our hands to build the altars and create the ceremonies which call in the spirits for assistance. Remind us of the importance of thanking them for their divine services. Show us that we can believe in your magic and your perfect timing. Help us acknowledge it all and to cut strings when needed. And begin to deepen your breath. You can stay right here through the end of this practice. You don't have to sit up if you don't want to, but if you'd like to close out your practice with a seat, start to stretch your arms up overhead, wiggle your fingers, your toes, draw your knees in towards your chest, do whatever you got to do to make your way back up to a seat. If you're laying on your back, just put your left hand over your heart. If you're seated, bring your palms together in front of your heart. Exhale completely until there's no breath left in your body. Take a deep breath in. Excuse me, hold it at the top. Open your mouth and exhale. Awesome. Feel free to listen to this again as many times as you need. If you have any questions or feedback, or you know, I didn't say the title of those books enough times, <laughs> feel free to email me at info at You can also find me on Instagram at Tatum Marie. Thanks again to Corey Grossman for the music. And thank you for being here. I love you. You're important. You're good. <laughs> Bye.